Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Your Tea is Ready podcast. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Carol. Right, I think we just need to apologise. <laughs> you explain. <laughs> it's been <clears throat> like three weeks, if not longer. No, it's been like longer. a month since we last did one. But we've just had a lot of things going on in life. No, we did do one with your dad. Oh yeah, sorry. So we did do one whilst my dad was home from work. And it all got lost, so let's not go into much detail about that because I'll stress myself out. So we finally found some time to do one again, but we won't leave it till this long next time, will we? <laughs> Don't do that one because that's not. We'll that's see. Not, <laughs> that's not promising. Okay, so how's your week been, mother? Busy. Busy. Yeah. Why? Doing the garden. Doing the jet wash every single day. Jet washing. No, I love the bit of jet washing. <laughs> Satisfaction. She's going away next week, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, going away. We're doing all the garden and all the stuff like that. It's all time consuming, getting too old for it. She literally doesn't stop. Like, I come outside the other day and she was jet washing. She had trainers on the side that she jet washed. Well, they were there in the way, so I thought <laughs> like, I might as well jet wash them while I'm there. in a path when she's got a jet washing hand. Jet wash is brilliant. It's not mum. It's too far. I love it. Is there any moans you'd like to let out this week? What's got on your tits? <sighs> Apart from you and your sister. <laughs> no, just waiting for your dad to come home. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a moan. No, not a moan, no. But what's I... got on your tits? Just the usual, you and your sister. <laughs> That's it. Not doing as you're told. Like, have you not been out on the boat and something's done your head in? No. Um. Anyway, this episode is going to be about traveling <laughs> stop it now i think i'm ready for bed <laughs> it's past your bedtime took that long to get it settled is it god yeah. it's well nearly my bedtime like <laughs> so yeah this one's going to be about traveling i say traveling but i haven't really traveled i only went on a five month bender in ibiza not really traveling, yeah, is it? but no, but you did. Uh, you went and did two seasons in Ibiza, didn't you? Yeah, go on. So let's start with you because I feel like you've been everywhere in the world. Well, oh god, go on. So, name some places <clears throat> you've traveled to. Well, obviously, when I was nine, I emigrated to Canada, so that was the start of my travels. And then from there, for the next five years, basically traveled all over Europe. Can Europe? I was in Canada. Oh. Why would you be travelling over Europe? Yeah, but you weren't really travelling then. Like that I was, was like no, you lived but there. yeah, no. But I mean, I, I, we obviously went like travelling for three weeks in America. Yeah, with your nan and granddad and uh, my brother. So we did do travelling then. Do you know what I mean? And then obviously, um, when I was nineteen, packed in my job and went and lived in Jersey. Where is Jersey? At the in between France and the UK, and it's an Channel island. I, Channel Islands. Now there's a couple of Guernsey, Jersey. What language do you speak? English. It's part of the United Kingdom. But that's just you never hear of that. Yeah. Like I couldn't point to get Guernsey on the map. And it's all tax free. You don't pay any tax. Wonder what the population is there. No, but you've got to be very rich to live there. Have you? Yeah. 
back when I was when I was there I was nineteen to be able to be to like um live there and what they call get a, I don't know what you call it a citizenship or whatever you had to either live on the island for twenty years twenty years yeah or back then you had to have at least two hundred and fifty thousand pound which is a lot of money back then like you had to prove it like you've got that oh yeah yeah you had to prove it to be able to buy property i say it was really hard to get property in jersey when i first went there and i rented a room with my friend and then in the room upstairs was another two scottish girls but then another girl who was open to become a resident of jersey she was really close i don't know whether a mum or something had lived there for years and this is how bad accommodation was. Our address was actually 20 and a half Belmont Street. So, like, it didn't even exist as a full house? No, it was 20 and a half. What the hell? Because it had been spl- split. And all it was, it was literally a studio flat. Like, tiny? Yeah, with a kitchen and um, a pull-down bed. And that was it? That was it. And the bathroom. So, what did you do for work there? Or did you not? Did you work there? Yeah. How long were you there for? Uh, six months. Started off as a chambermaid waitress in a guest house. Just blagged our way into it. Um, <clears throat> and it was funny, really, because it was a, a quite a big guest house. She was French, and her husband he was like from Oldham, something like that, and he was an alky. God. And he was a big fat thing, oh, but he was lovely and he did all the cooking. <laughs> and obviously, we'd go there in the morning, do the breakfast, after the breakfast, clean all the rooms. Then you'd have to go back at tea time, serve the tea, and then that was it. How much did you get paid for that? Oh, God, I can't even remember. But when we used to go back for the tea time, he used to be pissed in the kitchen and just be in, in there pissed. Farting his head off and hey, everything. That's, that's actually vile. And that's we used to go, we used to go out and have to save the food. I remember because I blagged <laughs> everything, and used to have to save all the veg and everything. That's probably why he's farting his head off. No, and then because um, I blagged it all, that I knew how to do it. I always remember saving peas to this woman and spilling the whole thing of peas all over her lap. <laughs> <laughs> but then after that, um, I got a job in an office. Which was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, got a job in an office. It was a printer's. And um, obviously earning really good money because you paid no tax. Yeah, so you just kept everything. You just kept everything was yours. There was no tax on booze, ciggies, nothing. You know, like we pay VAT and everything. Yeah, like sugar tax, Jamie Oliver, you bastard. <laughs> well, nothing, so really yeah. None of that. And so then obviously I saved up money and went hitchhiking around Europe. Was it, was it Jersey that... Kate Bush running up that hill remind you of? Yeah. Yeah. No, not Jersey. That was when I was hitchhiking around Europe. Uh, around Europe. 1985. Every time that song come on, like before Stranger Things, by the way. Like, this is how I knew this song. Long was. before Stranger yeah. Things. It's just become so popular because of it now. But every time that song would come on, it would be like, oh, this reminds me of hitchhiking around. I always thought it was Jersey. Yeah, I lived in Jersey. But then we got the boat, well, it was a hovercraft boat over from Jersey to St. Marlowe. In France. Okay, so let's move on to Europe then. Yeah, so over there, we actually hitchhiked the whole entire way. I could not do that now. Like, I'm sorry, that's just I know, it's a bit, it's a, yeah, it's a bit different now. But it was just me and some other lad from Crosby. There was supposed to be a big gang of us, but everyone sort of reneged, backed out in the last minute, and it just ended out that me 
and this fella ended up doing it and we basically we did have every intentions of working along the way but it just never worked out that way so we literally hit how did you afford it well we saved up some money to go whilst you were in jersey jersey yeah so we basically hitchhiked down to the south of france all the way along the south of france went to saint-tropez nice Cannes, Monte Carlo. Oh my god, that's like my dream. Yeah, all the south that. of France along there is absolutely brilliant. I actually slept on the beach in Nice. Did you? Yeah, we didn't go in a camp a campsite. With a guy named Pedro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just used to live on pate and rolls in oh, France. Pate. Oh, but it was it was absolutely gorgeous. Like proper pate. I can still smell and taste this pate, this French pate. I mean I don't know. <clears throat> What flavour it was or anything. But it, no, but if I went to France now and I seen the, the packaging and the taste of it, oh, I can still taste it now. It's absolutely gorgeous. I used to live off it. Oh, stop it now because I'm obsessed. And then obviously from France, went over to Italy, hitchhiked all the way down to Brindisi in Italy, which is about halfway down Italy on the east coast, and then got the uh, boat so, over to Greece. Is that it? Is that all where you went? What do you mean, is that all? We hitchhiked that whole entire way. That's amazing, though. No. So it took us, I mean, it took us, we took our time. It took us about three, four weeks hitchhiking all that. I thought you were going to say years, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I haven't really travelled, but I do plan on it. Like, some places on my bucket list start Switzerland. Very expensive. Vaping, dead large. Sorry. France, South France. Yeah, South of France is lovely. Italian Riviera. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, you're going to all the expensive places. I know, well, I don't plan on being in them for very long. And then obviously, I want to do Asia, East Asia. Everyone does that, don't Australia they? doesn't really appeal to me, to be honest. No, not me, it's too far. I'd go for a holiday, I wouldn't I wouldn't like to live out there. But then uh, people say, when you go, like, you yeah, realize. I know. Imagine, imagine when you have a look at the air on Amasleb, the Gold Coast. It looks gorgeous. I know. It's just so far, it's 24 hours. I knew that, but you think that, but that's just like a day and you're back home. No, it's, I know, tw- it's 24 hours actually flying. That's without all the change of flights and connecting. As Molly May said, you've got 24 hours in a day. It's your choice what you do. <laughs> you've, just, you've just been saying there's not enough hours in the day to do what you want to do. There's actually not enough hours in the day, just me adding. I never is. Because um, unlike Molly May, some of us work 9 to 5 in an office. So, Ibiza, let's talk about that. Very Here sad that I'm not there right now. I think it'd be a bit different for you now. You're a bit older. Don't forget, you were um, twenty when twenty when you did your first season. Was I or nineteen? Oh, nineteen. Oh no, I think you were nineteen, and then you went the following year because you were there for your twenty-first. Yeah, but you say that, but when when you're there, honestly, like it's just no different. It's like I was with people that have they were on like the tenth season. Yeah, but like. If you went back now, you wouldn't stay in the same place you used to oh, stay, no, and you wouldn't. No, we couldn't Things stay would there. be a bit different. As much as I'd love to, like the thing about it, I remember I had, like friends come and visit me when I where where else I was staying, and they were like, "How the hell have you been living in this place for five months?" But like you just get used to it. It's, yeah, you do. It's like so there was like blocks, and like everyone would have the room door open. It was just like one big. But you didn't have any air. Didn't have any air con, did you? Oh my god, I couldn't survive. Which was, but honestly, you do climatize. Like it's not that bad in the end. Yeah, that's true. But then we'd always go to like this other block of apartments called Kanya, which was like really luxurious. 
and it had aircon and all stuff like that in and it was just oh my god when you went in there it was amazing it's like when you come and visited me right my mum come with me god mum and i was like please book me a room in a hotel with aircon i had a double bed to myself and i literally just had the best night's sleep ever in a cold room you actually in the morning said you were a bit cold i think i actually woke up with a cold yeah because you weren't used to it i wasn't used to it now i think like the likes of going to ibiza though you need to uh have a few bob behind yeah, you, you. Say this, you say this though but it depends what your intentions are like now it's so hard to work in ibiza obviously because of brexit which is a load of shit. good old brexit so big fingers up to everyone who voted us out the eu did you no you always think i voted us out oh no it wasn't you was it it was the others <laughs> the other two <laughs> you always i voted to stay in because i just thought like... i did i voted to stay in didn't listen to all the hype like where's all the money for the nhs that was promised i know the alleged 350 yes, billion, yes, 350 yes. billion a week. What a load of codswallop. So, codswallop? <laughs> what the hell is that? So, yeah, Ibiza, it's not just Ibiza though, anywhere. It's so hard to get a job. Like, you can't just go into the oh, country no, now and just ask no. for a job. Like, I get it, because it's all like well, that's legal, legalisation and stuff. But that's like, happened to your dad in working in Denmark, isn't it? He's had to. Uh, have a Danish bank account and all palaver just to be able to work on the rigs all because of Brexit. So now in Ibiza you can only work there obviously if you're part of the EU or you're Irish, got an Irish passport. Or you're doing it on the side. Must be loads doing it on the side, it's got to be. I know, but not like the main places. But yeah, Ibiza was the best thing I ever did in my life. I actually went over with one of my like close friends, didn't I? And I think it was after about like two months she was like... It's not for me. I'm going home. I don't think it was even two months, was it? No. And I was like, guess what? I'm staying. Yeah. And it was the best thing. Oh, yeah. I ever, honestly, I ever did. I loved all that. And I'd say to <clears throat> anyone who was ever considering it, even if they've got no one to go with, just go and do it. Yeah, because when you think when you and your friend you went with were in the first season looking for somewhere to stay and through social media. Through Facebook, yeah. Facebook, you met another fella and a girl who were from Birmingham who were looking for the same and you ended up sharing with them and he's like one of your closest friends like honestly we had the best roommate ever and I can remember it on the first day we stood at the bottom of the stairs of our suitcases thinking there was going to be like a lift and everything and there wasn't and we were on the top floor and I could just see see him and I could just see like Jamie hanging over the balcony like are you Rebecca and Rihanna? <laughs> <laughs> and we were just looking up and then, honestly, us, like, honestly, the best of friends. And we always say we were so lucky because the amount of, like, stories we heard of people falling out in the other rooms. and Oh, yeah. But we just had an absolute ball. Like, you just collected, yeah. yeah. Mind you, Jamie's friend who he was with, she didn't last the season either, did she? She went home. It was she just you home. and Jamie. It was a little bit mm. after. Yeah, but then it was just me and Jamie at the end. Because at first, when Rihanna went, you were a little bit. Remember you ringing me up, going a little bit teary, eyed. Well, it is scary. Yeah, but you soon got into it. But you're not at all. It's just get being out your comfort zone. But once you're like out of it and dealing with it. Oh it's yeah, okay. I think anyone who's uh, 18, 19, 20, 21 should definitely experience something like that in the youth. And I always say, like, when you're in them situations. It's like, I feel like your friendships are really 
tight and close because yeah. you pick your friends. I know that sounds silly, but like, yeah. you know, when you're in school and you grow up with a certain like group of friends, you're kind of like not stuck with them, but like it's what you know. Yeah. And I'm not on about who I'm friends with now, by the way. Oh, no, not, no. Directing at them because, but I'm just saying, like, when you're away on <clears> your own, if you don't like someone, you just don't deal with them. Always like. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, when I did all that, there was no mobile phones. And obviously no social media. I actually, which I'm devastated about, I can't even remember the guy who went hitchhiking around Europe. I can't remember his second name. Can't, yeah. No. To find him. What's his first name? Brian. Brian, if you're out there. <laughs> in, in, he, was he, was, he was from Crosby. From Crosby, during yeah. what years? 1985 we went hitchhiking but no it's funny because because we were 19 and then I, I did sort of keep in touch with him in little bits up until I was about 21 your dad actually met him at one point he used to end up working in a menswear shop in Liverpool and then obviously you don't have any social media it's like even when I went hitchhiking around Europe I think I've got about five pictures that's what that is the good thing about phones. I'm sorry, like oh, and, but back, videos and photos I've got. And, oh yeah, I mean I've I've got, I've got no record of considering the places what I went to, you know, hitchhiking, and uh, I think I've got about. I've, no, I've, I've literally got a couple of pictures. Honestly, it's mad because all we had obviously was a backpack. What each of us had a big hitchhiking backpack on our back. You know, with the tents and clothes and the pure minimum. And back then you had all cameras that... Disposable? No. Film that you had to go and get developed. That's just a ball ache. And so it was so different. I mean, that's the only downside. I've got no, like, um, record. And it's like a lot of the people that I met in Jersey, when I first came back, used to write letters to them. Like the girl who used to share the flat with Julie... Remember her name's Julie, can't remember her second name. What's with the second names? And you just as you get older you forget. And we used to keep it because you used to keep in touch by letter back then. Literally physically had to write each other a letter. And uh forget like a lot of the lads' names. There was a lad from Birmingham we were really close to. There was another lad Clive from Liverpool, really close. You know we had a little there was a little group of us in Jersey and we were all like really close. So we've got Brian, Julie, Clive. <laughs> if you remember, no, Carol this is going 19. From Jersey. 29, This is nearly 40 years ago, back. Copy You know, you can't expect. I'd like to see. I, I mean, to say it, but... I know, but you'll be able to remember all yours because you can look back on things. I know. But I, I am so grateful. I've got so many friends. Even through like friends from Ibiza, which. I've, obviously met up with in the UK oh, yeah, and the that I've met their friends and like yeah. I'm really close with just the best thing you ever done oh yeah you ever got a big circle of friends all over yeah. the country haven't you like I'm not really I'm not always here which I love oh like, yeah I'll be in Manchester I'll be in Birmingham London oh yeah that's really good as I say it's worldwide as I say some people never move out of their own I know, where they were born, but some people just like that. They're just like homies. I know. I'm just gonna go back to the financial side of things because I always used to think to myself, it's not as easy to think this now though. But I feel like if you want to do something, just go and do it because you'll find a way. Oh, it's not, do you know that what is I mean? not like, as easy. Back in the day, if you wanted to say if I wanted to go to France, obviously for a few months, but I didn't have a lot of money. I, yeah, I had money for a flight. I, you'd be able yeah. to just get the flight there. And make it work. You'd get a job. 
can't do can't that. Can't do now. that now. That's why yeah, these these people are go. Oh, whatever you want to do, you can do it. Just go and do it. It's you just can't, it's you can't. It's not as easy as that. It's actually not. God, I know. I know. I'm getting my bus pass in three years, but there's still a lot of things me and your dad want to do. <laughs> Can you get the bus to, to France <laughs> with it? No, apparently you can only go in Merseyside. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, so that's a big thing. Travelling's a lot more expensive than it used to be back in the day. Oh yeah. I'm really thirsty. What did we have for our tea? Jacob I know, yeah. Why should we be really thirsty? I feel like really thirsty today. I just want to talk a little bit about Ibiza more before we move on. Because as you've said... If you feel like you're wanting to do a season and I be that you think you need to go with so much money, but it's not the case. I mean, like, I didn't really work, did I? Because it just wasn't for me working out there. <laughs> yeah, you just permanently bummed off me. I did phone you a couple of times. <laughs> a couple? Didn't I? Bloody hell. But, but you'd lost so much weight because you couldn't oh afford God, to yeah, eat. I literally would have a butty a day. There was, like, the local spa next to us and it had, like, a little deli in it. So we'd just go there and that would be your meal for the day. Breakfast, lunch and dinner, rolled into one baguette. If you could afford a packet of crisps as well. <laughs> Remember you sending me videos of yourself with all the clothes that had gone absolutely I huge on you. I need to go back, you. I need to do that again. Just to lose the weight, it was great. But yeah, you don't actually need that much money. Like It's so different to when you go on holiday. When you go on holiday, you like proper go on a blowout, like... You don't really care about what you're spending. Whereas if you live there, you actually don't have to pay for much. Because you get in places you get for, in for free. free. Like for all the events near enough. Burger King, you say you're a worker and you get a meal for two euro. That was the best thing ever. They'd say chicken or beef and you just get what you give. And you didn't have to show you. any proof? No. Well, back then, all you had to show was like an address where you lived. Whereas obviously like that doesn't prove that you're working there. You're no. just like living in Ibiza. Yeah, I wonder how things are different now, though. Everything's changed and it's all going downhill. Like, it's just not like it used to be. Like, they have a thing now called noise pollution. Whereas they have to turn all the music down after a certain hour. Because noise noise pollution. Pollution. That's just ridiculous. No, it's from all the equipment. That's what it's from. All, whatever, all the equipment's given off. That's, just That's why it's called pollution. They weren't bothered in the 90s, were they? So why I know, but it's supposed to be climate change now. It's all to do with all that. All right, Greta. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be uh, getting the ferry to Turkey, so you're not using the aeroplane fumes. Do you know she's never been on a plane? Who? Greta Thunberg. Hasn't she? Because obviously she's then? against it all. She only travels by boat. Bloody hell. I mean... <sighs> I understand all that, but come on, you're not just going to totally ruin your life. Get rid of aeroplanes completely. That's just crazy. It's never going to happen. Oh no! Right, this is actually wild, but we're moving on <clears throat> to a different subject. It's wild. Well, no, it's not wild, but this is just going to be a bit of a chaotic one, like a different subject. And this is time for do 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 do. Unpopular opinions. Oh, God. <laughs> so you've just got, I'm just going to say an unpopular opinion. You've got to like agree with it or disagree with it. Okay. So number one, David Attenborough is overrated and nothing more than a glorified voiceover artist. No, don't no, agree with that. No, I don't that. agree with that one. Why? Because if you look at all his um, 
documentaries. Great. Yeah, Sorry, documentaries he did in the 50s and 60s. And he was hot. Yeah. He was smashed. He's been doing that since, God, he was in his 20s. He knows what he's talking about. And he actually makes you want to listen. And yeah. Not just because of his nice voice. Like, I believe what he says. Yeah. Like, he could tell me, like, you're going to die tomorrow and i believe him yeah no he's just that no he's he's not he's not bullshit yeah so no, no i don't no. agree with that one either next unpopular opinion what is the point of ed sheeran agree well <laughs> i'm not going to say anything bad against ed sheeran he's, he's not my cup of tea i'm not really into his music but i wouldn't say I'm what's not, the I'm point not, not him, di- i'm not gonna i'm not gonna really diss him well, yeah, but, but it just depends what you're into. A lot of people love his music and go and see him because obviously that's, you can see that in his concerts and his sales, but not everyone's for everyone. I used to like we? him back in the day, but he's a bit the same old now. Repetitive. Yeah, no, he's not, he's, not, he's not my cup of tea, but I've got nothing against him. Okay, Ed, we still love you. We still love you, Ed. Next one. Most women can't drive. No, I don't agree. There's a lot, well, of, fella, there's a lot of fellas that. that don't drive. Yeah, but I say that, like, not being sexist, don't agree. But every time, like, something goes on in the car in front and I drive past, I'm like, is it a woman? Is it a woman? But you said a woman. Oh, I thought you meant can't oh, can't drive. Yeah. You know, like oh. you say women can't drive. Oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <Do you laughs> I know, thought you... I'm thought, a really good driver. I'm a really good driver. No, but I do the same. I, go, I always go to your dad. Bet you it's, it's a, a woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that. And I'm like that, hanging out the window, trying to look. I know. It's a woman. Go, bet you it's a bloody woman. They are, but then fellas are also twacked, aren't they? Yes, yeah, some of them are. Because fellas think they can drive because yeah. they're a fella and they can't. Some of them, but I, I do like really get annoyed at myself. You know, if like somebody's going really slow in front, I'm going, God, for fuck's sake, stupid bastard. And then it's a little old dodgery fella or woman. Oh, no, I feel dead sly then. They're going dangerous. Dra- dan- I can't say that word. I know, but I feel slow. dead sly on them. But they're, they're going, if they're, if they're going but like 20 mile an hour, it's dangerous. I know, some of them should get the licence taken off them. Oh, I don't know, I feel sorry for them. They might as well be on a push bike. Oh, don't. The, the speed they're going. But it does make me dead sad when you're effing and blind and in the car and you go and past you go, and, and your dad and does not. And, and, and I, I go to your dad and go, oh, stop it, it's an old fella. <laughs> and he goes, oh, take yeah, it take it all back. <laughs> oh. Right, next one is Nando's is completely overrated. Overpriced. 1,000%. <laughs> it's just chicken. I don't get it. No, she pisses me off, right? So I have to try and bribe her to come to Nando's. Every time I've, I've been, been I've I don't like her. it. I've been about three times. Three times I've been. I'm not going so again. I'm like, so the first time she has something, she doesn't like her. Next time I'm like, oh no, there's a new there's a new Fino pitta, which you'll like. It's got halloumi and coleslaw oh so it was vile like she doesn't like <laughs> it, it. Was vile. she just has a vendetta against it no, where i think you you don't let yourself enjoy it no i just don't like i tell you what it is it's because i eat that much chicken at home if i ever ever go out for a meal i would never pick chi- a chicken dish off the menu because i eat it at home i'd go for some because i don't like to eat a lot of red meat or stuff like that i'd I'd pick something that I wouldn't make at home. I mean, it's definitely overrated. Like, it is just chicken, I understand that. But, but I don't, it's, I, it's nice. It's still no, but nice, I don't, but... I don't even like any of the sauces. You don't give them a try. I don't know. I'm... Boop, boop. <laughs> Nando's is definitely not for me. Okay. It's all for the young ones, Nando's. It is for the young ones, not going off topic, but... 
I must have seen about two 11 year olds on a date in there. Oh my god. Boy and a girl, they were literally about 11. Oh. I know, wonder who paid. Wonder mm. who's mum or dad or guardians. Next one marijuana legalisation. Yeah, might as yeah, well. It should be. I mm. think it's silly because if alcohol's legal, weed should be legal. Yeah, I'm Because not... you can have drinks, get in the car, and feel disorientated. Yeah, That's I mean, weed, weed's not a class A drug. I don't, I'm not a weed it's person a plant. anyway. How can they? <clears throat> it's, not, it's not for me, like, but yeah, they probably should legalise cannabis. A lot of countries have. I think it's silly, and the one thing that what always winds me up is the waste of a prison cell of a man who sells weed. Like, get over it. I don't think they send them to prison now for cannabis, do they? Yeah, well, they can if they're still selling, like, a big um, supply yes. of it. Or the cannabis farms. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, just, it's a waste of a prison cell. Yeah, exactly. Getting up for growing a plant. Because it's like, mushrooms grow out the ground. And if you've got all of them... Magic mushies. Yeah, and if you've gathered all of them, you won't go to prison for that. No. <laughs> so, oh, it's just bizarre. But I think in years and years to come, it will be legal, yeah. Yeah, probably will. Obviously, it's in some parts of America it is now. Yeah, some states, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. So other parts of Europe... In Canada. Parts of Canada, yeah. Another part of Europe it is, not just Amsterdam. And it's all like the medical benefits that it's actually helping. They're even yeah. doing it with cancer now. Yeah. And like people with seizures and stuff like that. Legalise marijuana. Everyone. Even though we're not potheads. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Seafood is disgusting. Yeah. False. True. I absolutely love seafood. I could live off fish. It all tastes the same. It doesn't. It all tastes of sea. It's not fish. If it, it tastes, tastes of salty if it, if it tastes of sea, it's not fresh. No, I'm not having that. One. You like yellow fish smoked haddock. I like it, but it's not. Oh, I I am a, I'm a big seafood, especially like if you go when we go down to Cornwall, and go um, to Newlyn. She she dives in and picks a lobster out the bottom <laughs> of the sea. Oh, lobster. Oh, it's gorgeous. And fresh it. crab. No, I am a big seafood fan. Especially going down to Cornwall and all the, like, uh, fresh seafood restaurants and where you can just, like, go down to Newlyn and uh, they've got, like, a big fish market. You can go and buy all, all the fresh fish, scallops, oh, they are to die for. Where you can buy all the fish that's literally been caught that day. Remember when your dad... Down in Cornwall, oh, caught that sea sea bass. Yeah. Literally caught a sea bass harpooning in Cornwall. Came back to the caravan, literally um, gutted it, fried it for a couple of minutes in the frying pan. Oh my god, it was to die for. It, it all it, just it, tastes the same. And that is that is that was probably the freshest fish I've ever eaten in my life. Your dad had literally just caught it and then we cooked it. No, don't agree. Next. <laughs> don't agree. You've never even had a scallop. Scallops I don't want gorgeous. a scallop. They stink. Well, they, they don't. Stink. They, they do. Well, they if, if they smell, then it's not fresh. Fresh fish doesn't smell. No, it does. Like, when it's cooked. Yeah, in a fishmonger's, yeah. But not when you uh, cook it. Ugh. Anyway, next. Next one. Cats are better than dogs. No. No. I mean, we did have a cat when I no, lived with your nan. never. I never. But your nan wouldn't even let it sleep in the house. I just don't... Cats are mm. just such a bizarre pet to me. How can you just sit at home watching telly 
knowing your cat's out and about in the street. All like, nice. How could you deal with that? All nice, possibly getting killed. That's what I mean. <laughs> I know, pro- Honestly, strain. the cat's in our road. Oh, you can't half hear them scrap. Yeah, but no. No, that's what the fox is. No, there's actually a woman next door but one to us. She actually takes a cat for a walk on a lead. <laughs> and honestly, I, I get where she's coming from because the first cat she had actually got run over in front of our road. And because she can't bear it again, she takes the cat out. But, but, and it was Carol who was behind the wheel. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but that that's not the um, that's not a cat's natural thing to do. I mean, our cat, when we had, uh, you know, had a cat, our cat got... I run over on King's, I mean. King's you've get, Lane. You've got a cat, it's getting run over at some point in its oh, life. Oh, I know. So sad. I just couldn't cope with that. No, I wouldn't have a cat. Uh, well, I couldn't cope with the stress. Every time I let out of the night, I'd be Where's panicking, thinking, "Would it, is What's it going to come home the next day? And cat flaps give me, oh, give me the shivers. Having a little... <laughs> well, you wouldn't have a cat flap now. You could have all sorts coming in. Foxes, burglars. Humans. He, that's what I mean. <clears throat> got a cat, cat flap. And they actually scare me cats, you know, like, if you go to stroke them and they're like, they're nasty. Sorry if you've got a cat out there. <laughs> but I'm just not fond of cats. We like dogs. We like dogs. <laughs> next joke, I mean, next opinion. <laughs> the thought of a kebab is better than having one. No. That's so true. It is. Never, never been a kebab person. But this is what I mean. So, like, if I'm sat here and I'm thinking of a kebab in my head... Cheesy chips, it sounds amazing. Oh, I don't but then know. when you eat it, then after you eat it, I like, don't know how anyone could eat a doner kebab where they slice that meat off the thing. It's like dog meat. <laughs> shave it, you didn't slice it. It's like dog meat. Shave it. Oh. It's probably thingy's cats. Yeah, it's like cat, cat or dog meat. I don't know anyone oh. could eat a doner kebab. No, it is It's nice. vile. No, it is No, nice. that's a no from me. But yeah, no, I agree with that though. Because the thought of it is actually so much better than having it. I wouldn't wouldn't dream of buying a kebab. That's it for the unpopular unpopular opinions. Okay. And then we go on to the next category, which is guess the fetish. Okay, so I'm going to read out the word for it, and you've got to try and guess what it means. My God. Okay. Not into all these modern things. I think you've got this one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Necrophilia. I've heard of that before. Because you, you've got it. <laughs> Necrophil. I've heard of it. What is it? We don't like people touching your neck. <laughs> no. You've got this one. Necrophilia. I've heard it's of it. It's a fetish. It's something you like, remember? <laughs> is it rude? <laughs> you're going to howl when you know what this is. <laughs> Jet wash. <laughs> She's got a jet wash message now. Go on. Necrophilia. Go on, tell me. I have heard of it. <laughs> Beg you off. What is it? <laughs> so I'm going to have to explain after I've said. A fetish? Yeah. Oh my God, I've got teeth. They're not all sexual fetishes, are they? <laughs> Can't admit to any of them <laughs> when your dad's not here. <laughs> so, oh, necroph- necrophilia. Come on, spit it out. Arousal. <laughs> arousal. Two. <laughs> Cleaning. <laughs> oh, no. 
It is. Arousal to corpses. Oh, right. I knew I'd heard of it. I don't get arousal to corpses. You're joking, aren't you? And I used to work in a mortuary. So that's what the joke is that because my mum used to work in the mortuary mortuary what's it called a mortuary mortuary so I don't bloody have arousal to corpses that's sick so obviously she used to like work with dead bodies and that just oh, made me laugh oh my I know, I've, I've heard of that though bet you have I know yeah necrophilia okay the next one coprophilia coprophilia never heard of that one you've got to have a go a fetish for cops. <laughs> <laughs> Policeman in uniform. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Let's get your dad a policeman's outfit. Oh, don't knock me sick. Coprophilia. Oh, this is honestly sick. Oh, I don't want to listen to all sick <laughs> things like this. <laughs> right, here's a clue. I think Gillian McKeith will have it. Oh, something to do with poo. <laughs> How embarrassing might you say? Imagine being associated to poo. I know, that's what she's famous for, associated yeah, to poo. it's a, an arousal to feces. <laughs> don't be vile. No, I don't like these. <laughs> oh, next one. This one's mad. Cook-holding. These are all fetishes. Yeah. What, cook-holding? Cook-holding. As in cooking? <laughs> No, like C U C K. Like in a cuckoo. Cook holding. Cook holding. Cook holding. A fetish for birds. <laughs> cuckoo. Cuckoo. You are cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard of all of the. The only one I've heard about was the necrophilia. The one to do with the mortuary. I bet you it was, I keep saying. <laughs> the only one I'd heard of. So that one is, it's a fetish of someone like watching their partner cheat on them. Because <sighs> the person is watching or listening is turned on by their humiliation. Oh my God, that's just bonkers. Isn't it? And then the, these ones aren't like, these are the ones you know. Like how people have fetishes to toenail clippings. Oh. <laughs> like, they'll pay you to send them toenail clippings. That is just vile. I mean, the majority of people have got a hatred of feet. Oh, if someone sent me up toenail clippings. Anyone's, it's vile. I know, like, what, what do they do? Like, sniff them. Then the next one is the good old foot fetish. I know, you can make a fortune on OnlyFans with that. I know. I wonder if makes I've got abnormal feet, if I'd make a few bob. <laughs> oh my God, no, Mum. <laughs> You'd get arrested if they were on the internet. No, but it's like, because I've had operations on them. <laughs> if people would be into, like, ma- mangled toes and feet. Bunions. I haven't got bunions. What's that sticking out the side of your foot? That's not the side, it's on the top. That's the bone on the top of my foot. Bunions go out the side, mine's on the top. Bile. I haven't got a bun. No, you can make a few bob off them feet. So yeah, anyone's fans. interested in foot pics? I'm sure. I bet you'd be surprised. Bashed up feet. You know, you know how weird people are. I know. And then the dirty neck of fetish, which. Oh. Uh, no, like some people have businesses where they they make like a paste. Oh, stop have, it! I'll the knickers and just like. Oh my slap god, that is vile. Well, you are. I'll send them all my knickers for nothing. <laughs> no, not for nothing. For a few bob. 
So the foot fetish that just reminds me, sort of linking back to my Ibiza. In Ibiza, that's how girls, like some of the girls, were making half their money. There was like a foot fetish agency out there. Even back there? Yeah. So like. In what way? So there was like an apartment, <clears throat> which was really weird, I remember. So me and my mate who went out with the first time, I remember they said like, we'll send you 50 euro if you like lick a toe. So there's a video of me. <laughs> I'm trying to lick a toe and I couldn't do it. But some of the girls do it. And they go to an apartment where a guy's paid. And they just sit there and like obviously sit there and get the foot. Whatever. Sure, it sure doesn't lead to something else. No, it's it's literally a foot fetish. Really, I know these foot fetishes. The amount of people have these but foot I fetishes. Do that. I'd be laughing like if I was sat there and someone was just like. Oh, if somebody was going to pay me a few bob, I'd buddy hold my nose and go for it <laughs> as long as the nose. feet were clean. So anyway, we'll round up this episode. I know it's been very random and chaotic, but we've been a bit chaotic the past few weeks, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we have. So trying to squeeze everything in. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back better. Yeah, we'll see you soon. So thanks very much for listening. Thank you. And it won't take nearly a month next time. Possibly. Carol. No. <laughs> no, we'll get your dad in on it next time. Yeah, we will. Since the other one got deleted. That was a really good episode, unfortunately. It got deleted. Yeah. Um, But we'll be back. So you get to meet the other half. Yep, yeah, so we'll see you soon. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye.